Hey there, it is time for another post-Sunday podcast. I'll be your host on this one, uh, Pastor Kevin with Connection Church of Franklin, Maine. Man, am I glad you're with us. So, uh, yeah, what we do during the podcast is we look back and review some of the elements of the service, uh, discuss some of the things that might have been missed or some of the things that stand out to us, and we just kind of give it a good look over. So I hope uh, you're all set. hope you have a nice hot beverage or something to enjoy yourself, because here we go. Sunday, Abby led us in a song by Hillsong Worship called Who He Who You Say I Am. And uh, it's a beautiful song, and full disclosure, I had asked her if she would do it only because it tied in so perfectly with the message. And of course, she led it beautifully. It was well done. The lyrics to that song, though, uh, they grab me every time. And again, full disclosure, I have struggled with that song in the past, personally, because uh, I was raised, uh, and I don't mean by my parents, but spiritually raised in a church environment that really forced this issue that I contribute to my salvation. And so I always had this idea that I just had to work harder and work harder for God's approval. So this concept of grace, when I first accepted it, was really difficult to uh, to embrace that I don't add a thing to my salvation. My salvation is finished. Um, and that God had a, a, a good opinion of me. I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't swallow that for, for years and years and years of my Christianity. So to listen to a song like Who You Say I Am, sing, we, we would sing words like, I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. In my father's house, there's a place for me. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. Those were those were revolutionary words for me to sing. Even after I had changed the way I thought about salvation, it still took some time to really embrace that and run with it. Um, I am chosen, not forsaken. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. Those are... That last line, I am who you say I am, wow, that wrecked my heart. Um, and I'd get mad and I'd say, well, you know, what if who God says I am isn't a good person? Well, there you have it. See, I'm not a good person because that's what I think God would say about me. But when you back that up against scripture, it is absolutely profound to consider that that's not at all what God says about us. If you have made a decision for Christ and you are purchased by the blood of Jesus, that's all he sees anymore. And who he says you are is a pretty amazing thing. Um, So anyway, uh, that's just one of the thoughts I had from Sunday when I looked at the song, Who He Says I Am. Uh, Hang tight. I'm going to be right back. Going to take a quick break. uh, And we'll, uh, we'll dive into some of the message and some of the things that I did not say Sunday. All right. Be right back. Welcome back. Hey, I'm, I'm just reviewing and in, in, in my mind, kind of looking back at the notes from Sunday. And I, I spent a, a considerable amount of time talking about culture, 
and how it tries to shape uh, our identities versus uh, the Word of God and how the Word of God should be shaping our identity. One of the things that I had considered bringing up, which I did not, just honestly out of time, was that just recently there was a couple of well-known YouTubers uh, that came out as deconverting, if you would, from Christianity. And uh, this had a massive rippling effect. Um, these guys, they're, they're kind of known for doing just silly stunts and funny things, and they never get deep. They never discuss anything of value, anything of import. They just kind of, um, they, they make their living being goofy. And out of nowhere, one day they just kind of came out on YouTube in one of their videos saying why they weren't any longer going to be Christians. Now, these were not nominal Christians. These are people who had um, been trained. Uh, these were people who had done some ministry work. And their rationale, uh, which is really what I wanted to speak about for a moment, was interesting. The one uh, felt like he couldn't reconcile the differences between scripture and science. And the other felt like he couldn't reconcile the difference between culture's view of LGBT versus the, what the Bible says about it. And I think in both cases, it's, it's interesting because in their battle for truth and their quest for truth, culture won in both cases. If you think in the world of academia and in, in the world of science, that that isn't a, a trend or a culturally um, based issue, man, you, you just have no real grasp on what is happening in the world of academia. Uh, history is, has been written and rewritten, as they say, by the victors. And so is science. Science is really written by the people who finance it, who push it, who promote it. And it goes where, uh, where, where the the powers that be would have it to go. Um, so, is there truth in science? Absolutely. I'm I'm not anti-science. That's not at all what I'm getting at. What I'm trying to say is that there are those in the world of academia that if they go against the current trends of academia, whether it's science or literature or any of those arenas, any of the arenas of academia, uh, psychiatry, me medicine, if they go against those trends, they're blackboard. They are pushed out. Um, because the very first thing, just like what the scribes did in our passage from this past Sunday, the very first thing that they will do in academia, and the scribes were the academia back then, is they will attack your identity. They will destroy who you are. And that's what happens today still. So one of our gentlemen, uh, YouTube stars, they, they succumbed to the culture of academia. The other one succumbed to the culture of sexuality. And, and they found that they couldn't reconcile how they emotionally and personally felt uh, about what culture is saying in regard to LGBT versus what scripture is saying. Now, now both of these gentlemen when they con compared what they were experiencing against what the Bible says, their personal experiences, their own personal truth, won over scripture. Um, 
And that, my friends, is a prime example of what culture tries to do to each and every one of us. It's not just these two guys. It's not just people in academia. It's, it's not just the scribes trying to come after Jesus. It is what happens to you. It is what happens to me when we don't know who we are and we don't know who we are in Christ. Everything has to be rooted in our conversion to Christ and everything has to be rooted in the Word of God. If you don't know about those two things, uh, yeah, absolutely, we are dumbfoundedly um, and simply given to any whim of culture and we feel like we're making a great choice. Um, just a couple of other quick things. I, I remember when Jesus was was quoting, he was quoting from Psalms 110, verse 1. And I think it's interesting because the argument about his identity, whether he's a son of God or, or the son of David, um, it, this passage that Jesus brings up that the, uh, that the scribes were struggling with, it doesn't even touch on Jesus being the son of David. It never once says that he's the son of David, but it clearly states that he will be the Lord of David. And Psalm 110 was written by David, about David, and it is understood as entirely future in its orientation. It was universally understood across Judaism that this psalm would speak about the Messiah, how the Messiah would be of the order of Melchizedek, being both priest and king. And it constantly would use future wording like, he will. So, um, I, I just, I, I look back at that and I think, how could this have been misunderstood? So anyway, uh, just one passing scripture as we uh, wrap up the session. And he who searches hearts knows what is in the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. That's a passage that I was uh, going to mention in regard to understanding who you are in Christ, that you're a saint. Um, the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. So in, in your day-to-day, -day, uh, this coming week, when you're feeling the, the trends and the pressures of culture, the work of Satan coming against you, attacking you, I just want to remind you that you have always got Holy Spirit interceding on your behalf. You're not alone in this. Besides that, I can promise you, you've got Connection Church who cares about you and wants to make sure that uh, you're receiving the Word of God, that you're having a very real relationship with Jesus. Well, that about does it for today. There's probably many, many other things that could be said, but we're going to wrap up for today, and I, I hope you have an awesome week. We love you, and uh, we look forward to seeing you online. Be sure to look for us on Facebook uh, and look for us on YouTube. We're, we're at both places. We have our boost, our kids' boost, our midweek moments. We have all kinds of great stuff on there, good content. I hope that you'll go there, like, follow, share, and subscribe. <laughs> Hey, thanks so much. This is Pastor Kevin, and I will talk to you later.